0: Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, most people here know this scripture very well. In fact, I've seen many, many t-shirts with this scripture on it, and it's a good one. Paul writes this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. How about let's read it together, okay? Everybody together. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. May the Lord add his blessing to his word this morning. Again, I, I, if I haven't told you, I want to say a happy new year to you, and I pray I pray that your Christmas, you had a wonderful Christmas filled with His light. That was the theme. That was the theme over our, our Christmas communion service, the service last week, the whole month of December. The, the theme in my heart has always been about the light. You know, those who dwell in darkness have seen a great light. And so I pray that your Christmas was filled with His light. Now, now again, I've always said this, that there's nothing magical about New Year's Day, Right? You know, I, again, I could tell stories. I'm sure you have stories, too, when your children are growing up. You know, there's just something they think is magical and mystical about that new year. So most kids, when they're young, they want to sit up to midnight. I, I remember my son uh, wanted had this itch to sit up to midnight. Now, you got to understand, I'm not a midnight type of guy. I mean, I, I really am not. And, and I, in fact, I was in bed at 10 last night. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and the older I get, the more I enjoy it. Uh, So so my son, I remember many years ago, we were living over on Sheridan Lane, and uh, he's like, Dad, I want to sit up to watch the New Year come in. And I thought, okay, we're going to do this. And so we sat up to midnight, and the clock struck. I said, Happy New Year. He looked at me very disappointed, like that was it. I'm like, what did you expect? I mean, did you expect there to be, (laughs) I I don't know, shooting stars and fireworks and all that kind of stuff? And and, and it was a very disappointing, I'm sure it was a letdown to him. There's nothing magical about it, about the new year, about turning the clock. I mean, most folks, I mean, think about it. Most people today are opening up the new year with the same challenges they closed out the old year, right? I mean, you think about it. And again, I'm not, this is not a depressing message, okay? It might be for just a moment, but listen, we woke up, To 2023, there were still bills to pay, there were still jobs to do or go to, there were still doctors to see, there was still conflict to settle, and there were still decisions to make. Again, there was nothing magical that happened last night. Now, while this is true, January 1 does give us an opportunity for a do-over. In golf, we call that a mulligan. Mulligans are my friend. I buy all the mulligans I can get. Kevin, ain't that right? (laughs) When we play our, our kids' golf tournament, I always get every mulligan I can possibly get because they're my friend. Because you get up there inevitably, and this is the way life is. You get up there in the tee box, and you're ready, and you take that swing, and you just you you shank it, and you get a mulligan, and normally you you get another shot. See, that's what January one is all about. It's about a do over. We can again, we can all sit here today and dream about the possibilities that we have in the new year. Again, last year's the closed chapter. Today, we begin writing a brand new chapter in the story of our lives. January is that place we begin again. We set new charts for, uh, or we chart new courses for our lives. We pledge to do things differently. Let me ask you, did you make any New Year's resolutions? Anybody make any New Year's resolutions? Okay, some of you did. Yeah, some of you did not. Some of you are wise, right? I mean, most people have New Year's resolutions, and they go something like this. I want to lose weight. I want to... Get out of debt. I want to get more involved in church. Amen. I want to get more involved in church. I want to break some stubborn habit, which is, that's a noble thing, right? I want to, or, or maybe it's just I want to work on my attitude. How many's ever told you you need an attitude adjustment? <laughs> You know, so maybe that's your New Year's resolution. Maybe you don't want to be uh, so negative all the time. Maybe you want to be positive. Maybe you want to look on the bright side of things rather than always the negative side of things. How about this? Did you make any New Year's resolutions last year? How'd you do? If you're like most people, not so good. See, resolutions are one of those things. It's easy to make, but they're they're very hard to keep. And that's why so many people find it very difficult to Have this new start. We mean well and we intend to change, but then something overtakes us, and then it's back to business as usual. Isn't that about how it goes? We wake up on the new year and we have all types of, uh, you know, we get online and we find every fitness app we can find. We look at every gym and we see the dollar a month advertising specials, and we sign up and 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 we intend to. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get there. I'm going to walk two miles. I'm going to whatever. And we intend to do that, okay? I'm not saying we make these things up just, out, just flippantly. I think we truly mean to do what we say, but then something happens. We get overwhelmed with life, and then it's back to business as usual. Here's the thing. Nobody wants to fail, right? No, no, nobody sets out to, to fail. Sometimes it's easier not to try than to try knowing that you're going to fail anyway, right? And maybe that's why so many people go from one year to the next year to the next year to the next year, and it's the same old humdrum existence because they have tried in the past to change. They've tried to do things differently, and it just never happened. Something came out of the, out of the blue, life threw a curveball, and then it was right back to the same rut. You know, ruts are difficult to get out. You know what a rut is? A rut is a grave with both ends kicked out. That's a rut. And so many people get stuck in those ruts, and it's hard to get out of those ruts. I, I was telling you, when I was stationed in Louisiana, we, we were the first unit to, to get a, the Humvees when they came out in 1980, I believe it was 86. And one of the things that GMC touted about this new vehicle for the military was that a Hummer could never be stuck. Well, to a bunch of guys like I worked with, that was a challenge. It's like saying to an Alabama, I double dog dare you. So you know what we did? We took that Hummer up to Pison Ridge, which was north of Fort Polk, Louisiana, and we get out there after a rainstorm, and we're driving, putting that thing through, its, through the test. You know, it's got to be a TAC-P Romad tested vehicle, and sure enough, we got it stuck. I mean, we got that thing so stuck. Just making sure you're paying attention. <laughs> we got that thing so stuck that we, they, they thought they were going to have to call in a helicopter, to to lift it out because it could not go anywhere. Another vehicle, what they ended up doing was bringing in one of those M8, uh, I think it was the M880, uh, which was a tank recovery vehicle to pull us out. We were stuck. You know where we were stuck? In a rut. We were in a rut and we could not get out. And see, that's the way it is for a lot of people. They get stuck in a rut and they intend to get out and they intend to do better, but they don't because it's awful hard I want to look at the new year from a different perspective and I want to change one word in your vocabulary for 2023 and that word is can you imagine what it is the word is can't everybody say it with me can't even the word itself has a negative connotation to it I can't how many of you look at your kids and say stop saying that word I can't you know we use it all the time don't we I mean, we use it all the time. Well, we say, "I can't lose weight. I just can't seem to save money." Walmart always has specials. Amazon comes right to my house. You ever wonder why there's a big smile on the side of their vehicle? There it is. <laughs> I just can't, I can't save money. I try and I try and I can't find time to read read the Bible. Right. Or we say something like this, after what she did, I just can't forgive her. No matter how hard I try, I just can't change. How about that one? On and on it goes. We use can't all the time. I would argue this morning, and I submit to you, that the word can't is probably the single most destructive word in the English language. Can't. When you say can't, especially regarding or making reference to life problems What you're doing is you're simply giving up without a fight. You're giving up without a fight. You're walking off the field. You're turning in your uniform. You're resigning your commission. You're admitting defeat when you say, I can't. And you're doing this all without a battle. You're saying, I've lost, and I'm not even going to try. It's not even worth the effort to try to change. So so let me ask you this this morning on this first Sunday. Suppose Suppose that you knew that you could In 2023, you say, okay, pastor, could what? Well, could anything. Suppose you could pass that test. Suppose you could get out of debt. Suppose you could lose 20 pounds or 25 pounds. Suppose you could restore broken relationships and broken friendships. Suppose you could get a new job. Suppose you could overcome your shyness. Whatever it is, just name it. Suppose that you knew that this year could be your, your year that you could do these things. What difference would it make? It'd make all the difference in the world. It would make all the difference in the world. If you knew that you could take a risk and there really was no risk involved, a, you know it was, a, it was a solid investment, it was a solid this, most people would jump at it. If you knew you could not fail on this New Year's morning, this is what I want to do for the remainder of my time is I want to try to convince you that you can, that you can. You may have said can't every year since you were born, but I'm here to tell you this morning that with Christ you can you may have tried everything and every, every angle. You may have bought every product that's been marketed. You may have tried every quick prayer and every prayer book and every devotional journal and said, I'm going to get closer to God and I'm going to step into the ministry He's called me to. But every year you get to the point where I can't. I can't do this. I can't go here. I can't do this. I'm here to tell you this morning that you can. You can change today. You can do everything God intends for you to do in 2023. No matter how, how challenging, no matter how hard, how difficult, no matter how impossible it might seem right now, if God wants you to do it in 2023, you're going to do it. You're absolutely going to do it. Now, our text is a powerful affirmation of what we can do. I, I love the writing of Paul. We've heard this many times. Again, I've seen it on t-shirts. I've seen it on bumper stickers. But listen to this. The King James Version of the Bible renders it like this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The NIV reads it like this. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. The Living Bible says I can do everything God asks me to do with the help of Christ who gives me strength and power. J.B. Phillips renders it like this. I am ready for anything through the strength of the one who lives within me. And then the 20th century New Testament writes Nothing is beyond my power in the strength of him who makes me strong. Now did you pick that up? No matter what version you read, this particular verse, Philippians 4:13 is a verse of unlimited potential and possibility. Doesn't matter what verse you read, a version you use, modern, old, it is beaming with possibility and potential. And I say that this morning, that every one of us seated here and every one online this morning, we sit here in 2023 with possibilities that are unlimited and potential that we can't even begin to imagine. We start, again, you say, Pastor, we don't even have a promise of tomorrow. No, we don't. We have no promise of tomorrow, but what we do have is we have promise of potentiality in Him. In Christ, I can do all things the bible says that we can do all things through christ who strengthens us and some would question you mean all things can you really do all things through christ is that just wishful thinking is that just uh, another piece of uh of hopeful religious propaganda i mean does it really mean that we can do all things is it literally true well i'm here to tell you this this morning it is literally true most people say well you can do all you can do some things the bible says all things so we question, is that just hyperbole, or is it really true? And I submit to you this morning that it's really true. So let's unpack this for a moment. Can we really do all things in 2023? Well, number one, we can if we want to. We can if we want to. Now, this is the principle of personal desire. What is it that you desire this morning? See, before we can, before we can do anything, we have to decide we've got to want to, right? Right? We have to want to. In order to accomplish your goals in 2023, you've got to decide that you truly want to do that. You truly want to do that. Now, now listen, I'm a football guy. I love football. There were a lot of football games over the last couple of days, and all the wives were saying, I'm so glad when this season's over. There, there, There were a lot of football games that were being played over the last three or four days. Some of them went the way they were expected. Others were quite a surprise. But the difference is, Some of those teams played the game with more of a want to than the other teams did. There's a difference there. One team came to play, the other team came to win. And there's a difference. As you and I look at 2023, some come to play, some come to win. Paul said, if you're going to run a race, run to win. Again, if Jesus is just decoration for you, you came to play. And if you're going to play this religious game, you're going, to, you're going to continue on like you've always, you're going to dabble a little bit here and dabble a little bit there, but not get too radical and not get too sold out. You're just going to have a little here and a little there. Well, you're going to play the game. You'll be in the same doldrums and the same rut you've always been in. But if you sit here on the first Sunday of 2023 and you say, you know what, this year I'm going to win. If you change your attitude, this year I'm going to win, you can. There's a difference. You see, we typically get the things that we go after. If the desire is there, no obstacle is going to keep you down. If you really want something, you're you're going to put in the time, you're going to make the effort, you're going to go the extra mile, you're going to do whatever you need to do to achieve that desire in your heart. Again, if you want it badly enough, you've got a fighting chance of getting it. Amen? And if you really don't care then it probably won't happen. So many people say that they want to do things differently, but really, do they? In my many years as being a pastor, I've had many opportunities to talk with people during times of crisis. Now, I'm no expert by any means on on counseling or, or life, but i tell you what I have. I have observation, and for over 30 years, I've observed people, and there's one thing that I've learned. If you have a problem in your life you're going to get better a whole lot faster if you stop saying, I can't, and start saying, I won't. Because that puts it in dif- a proper perspective. See, a lot of people want to say, I can't, when the reality is, they won't. Amen. If you really want something bad enough, you put the time in. You think about all these top echelons athletes. You know, they start training when they're young. They They forsake the... Hanging out with the crowd and, the, and, and running with the neighborhood kids so they can train. They have in their mind they want to be a champion. They want to be the top of their game. And so they put the time in. They're on the basketball court shooting hoops. They're at the golf range driving balls. They're at, on the volleyball court spiking and doing all those things. They're putting in the time. They're swimming. They're in the pool. They're swimming constantly miles after miles after miles because they want to be a champion. They're playing to the win. Everybody else is playing at it. They enjoy the competition, they enjoy the sport, but they don't enjoy it enough to put in the time. Oh, well, I can't do that. I, you understand what I'm saying this morning? Yeah. See, see, we got we to gotta frame it in the proper framework. Instead of saying in 2023, I can't, start saying I won't, because that's the reality. We say things like, well, I can't lose weight. For, what that, for most of us, what it literally means is I won't lose weight, Right? I'm not, I'm not jumping on that, please. I, I, I've got extra pounds I'm carrying right now. I'll tell you what, when they feed you in Louisiana. I mean, but, but we say, a week, well, I just can't lose weight. No, you won't lose weight. You don't need six helpings of mac and cheese. <laughs> I know it's so good. You don't need another Big Mac. I go to the store, I mean, I go sit down at a restaurant, and they say, would you like rolls? And I was like, no, I got more than I need. <laughs> but again, put it in a different perspective. I'm, I'm not with, withstanding medical issues, okay? I, please don't read between the lines. There's nothing there. But I'm just simply saying, people say, I can't lose weight. It really means for most people, I won't lose weight. We say things, well, I just can't forgive. No, you won't forgive. You won't forgive. We say, well, I just can't find time to read the Bible. No, you won't make time to read the Bible. Well, I just can't, I can't find the time to get involved in the ministries of the church. No, you won't make time to get involved. See, when you say won't instead of can't, you've started telling the truth right there. For most of us, can't simply, is simply a convenient excuse. Can we really do all things in 2023? If the desire's there, number two, if God wants us to. If God wants us to. See, this is the principle of divine direction. Now, you gotta understand Paul's writing, his words are not a blank check, okay? It's not like Paul saying, Well, I can do everything I dream up, okay? That's not what he's saying. The context of this verse, you gotta, if you listen, if you're gonna interpret the Bible, you gotta look at the context of it. So, so the context of what Paul is saying is that he's talking about the challenges of life that sometimes come to us, right? How many's ever had challenges in life? So that's the context. And in verse 11, he says this. He said, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Okay, so there's the context. And and here's, here's my paraphrase. Here's what he goes on to say. Sometimes I find myself with plenty of food, and sometimes I have nothing to eat. Sometimes I have a roof over my head. Sometimes I don't. I know what it is to have money in the bank, and I know what it is to be flat broke. But then he says, but I've learned to be content no matter what my situation is. And then he said, I have learned through the power of Jesus Christ that I can face whatever comes my way. Isn't that good? Listen, if it's good, here's what he's saying basically. If it's good, I can enjoy it. If it's not good, I can deal with it if it's good i can enjoy it if it's not good i can deal with it why because i have access the i have access to the everlasting strength of jesus christ through him i can do all things See, through Jesus Christ, we can do everything that God wants us to do this year. We can face everything he wants us to face. We can fight every battle that he wants us to fight. We can obey every command that that he has for us. We can endure every trial and affliction. We can overcome every temptation through Jesus Christ. See, that's the answer. If God is in it, we can do it. That's our billboard. If you've not seen it, it'll change here in a few weeks, but it just says, just Jesus. That's it. Paul tapped into something right there. See, the strength to be victorious is not within myself. It is not within a man to walk to determine his path. It is all through Jesus. In the good times, through Christ, I'm strong. In the bad times, through Christ, I am strong. If God is in it, we can do it. That brings it, again, that brings it all together, doesn't it? I mean, it just kind of brings it together. If God is in my difficulty, then I can face it. Whatever it is, if you go to the doctor and he looks at you and says, I'm sorry, there's nothing medically that can be done, if God is with you, you can face that no matter what comes. If God is somehow in your failure, you can can overcome it. You say, you know what, pastor, I started out last year fully intended on getting close to God and walking in covenant relationship with him, but then life happened and here I am, I've shoved him off to the back burner and I'm I'm cold and I'm as dry as Melba toast. Well, you know what? You can overcome that. You can overcome that. If God is in your dreams, you can dream again. Years ago, back in the mid-90s, I had t-shirts made for the church. Some of you might remember. It was a simple design t-shirt that just simply read, dare to believe. Dare to believe. A double-dog dare you to believe that with God you can accomplish the dreams that he's given to you. That ministry you've been putting off for years, I dare you. I dare you to step out and say, okay, God, here I am. I dare you to do that. If God is in your dreams, they'll come to pass. If God is in your goals, you can achieve every single one of them. Can I do all things in 2023? If God wants you to, you can. Number three, you can if you rely on Jesus. If you rely on Jesus. This is the principle of divine enablement. See, it's not on my strength because in and of myself, Mike Myers, I can't do much. But you know what? Katie barred the door because with him, there's no limitation. There's no obstacle. There's no mountain high enough, no valley low, no river wide enough that I can't do what God's called me to do. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ. Who gives me strength? Now in the Greek, here's what he does. He gives you a word picture. How many has ever how many art people are here? How many people love art? Just you go to art, place, anybody? Okay, you've got a few. So you can go, no, David, I know you do such a good job in your drawings. So, so you can go to a, an art gallery and you can look at some of these paintings and they tell a story. And you can sit there and some people interpret the story one way and some another, but, but it literally tells a message. It's a word picture. So that's what Paul does here. In the Greek, Paul basically is picturing something that is empty, okay, that is being filled from an outside source. In other words, the abundance of that vessel doesn't come from within, it comes from something outside. So now you get an understanding of what divine enablement is all about. Paul said, I can do all things through whom? Through Christ. See, the picture is a believer who is facing problems of life, they're hopeless. And they're helpless. And in that situation, Jesus pours strength into the believer's life. See, standing here on the first Sunday of 2023, I, I wish I could be flowery and tell you that this year everything will go your way and every, every dream will come, become a reality and every wish will be, I wish I could say that. But the reality is there'll be some of us here this year that will have heartache and will have disappointment and we'll suffer loss, or even worse. It'll, it'll happen. But if you are walking in that covenant relationship, you can still make it, because in that moment, he pours in his strength into your empty vessel. Listen, there have been times over the last 12 years of my life, with Sheila's having her stroke, and, and, and all that has entailed. There have been times in my life where I've had, a, I've had an empty vessel, overwhelmed, With life. And I've gone to him empty and broken, and I've given him my vessel. And you know what he's done? He's poured into me a strength that causes me to get up every day and hit it and run my race. And I tuck in at night, I get up the next day and I do it again. Why? Because when I empty, he pours in. When I empty, he pours in. It's a continual process. See, that's what makes Philippians 4.13 totally different than anything that you've heard about positive thinking. There are people here just, just imagine it. Imagine you can and you can. Listen, there's nothing wrong with a positive attitude, right? I mean, I think more people need to have a positive attitude. There's nothing wrong with a positive attitude, but if that's all you have, listen to me, you don't have much. You don't have much. I mean, you may get up every day, look in the mirror, and say, every day and every way I'm getting better and better. That's good. Do that. It's okay, but that's a far cry from the truth contained in this verse. How far will a positive mental attitude take you when you lose your job? How far will a positive mental attitude take you when you walk home and that wife of of, of 10, 15, 25 years has turned and said, I don't love you and I'm out of here? How far will it take you at that moment how far will a positive mental attitude take you when the stock, mar- uh, stock market crashes and all your investments, all of a sudden you're you're flat broke? How far will a positive attitude take you when your daughter has just decided to have an abortion? How far is that going to carry you? Where is the hope in a positive attitude? Listen, how are you going to find strength if all you have is a positive attitude? Where's the anchor for your soul? Paul hits on it right here. It's more than positive thinking. You've got to have Jesus. You have to have Jesus on the inside. I, I, listen, are we better than anybody else? No. Are believers stronger than other people? No. Are we spared problems of life that other people go through? No. The scripture says it rains on the just and the unjust. Are we tougher than others? No. Does God give us a free pass so that what happens to others doesn't happen to us? No. Absolutely not. Do we suffer? Yes. Yes, we do. Do we have heartache and disappointment? We absolutely do. Do we see our dreams crumble? Yes, we do. Do we face opposition? Yes, we do. Do we get sick? Yep. Do our loved ones die? They do. They do. Do we know tragedy, tears, and death? Absolutely. What makes the difference? What makes the difference? It's not a positive mental attitude. It's not sitting there saying, "I, I'm, I, you know, I, it, that." It's not. It's not that. It's not mind over matter. It's there's only one thing that makes the difference, and it's Jesus. It's Jesus. If you start the year with Jesus, can you do all things in 2023? Absolutely. If you start with Jesus and you walk with Him every day. Again, I'm, I'm burdened for the body of Christ today in 2023. If you read the statistics, I, I happen to have a little bit of a debate with a with an online. I know I know I shouldn't fall into that, but that dude just got on my nerves. Talking about the demise of the American church and how p- pathetic it is, and how anemic and weak the church is. And he said, you know, but that's par for the course because the church is going to barely be hanging on when Jesus comes. And I thought, you an idiot. I understand the church I'm, I'm sorry that's that, not, I, the church is the triumphant bride of Christ we we're, we're, we're not like a bunch of wet poodles coming in if you have a poodle dog i don't mean any disparaging <laughs> remarks about a poodle dog, but the church is not a wet dog coming in out of a rainstorm, sitting there shivering and smelling bad. It is the bride. Of Christ when Jesus comes yes there will be a falling away yes there will be people particularly in the Western Church that that have dressed up in religious outer garments that their heart is not right with the Lord they're going to fall away. They're not going to get in the game. They're not going to be in it for the long haul. I told him, I said, but you got to understand that around the world, in places where it is illegal to be in church, the church is exploding on the right hand, on the left hand. It is, it is blowing every other organization off the map in its growth in places that they would die if they were caught serving Jesus. I said, don't tell me the church is a thing of the past and is a pathetic shell of what it used to be i said don't measure the church by the western church i said when jesus christ comes he's not coming after less than what he left he's coming back after a spotless bride that is triumphant through him that has one foot on the devil's neck and the other foot treading up into glory that is what he's coming after in 20 whenever he comes Listen, if you will side with him and walk with him in covenant relationship, don't get your toes out there and just get a dab a, a, dab a little bit into it and see if you like it. Go ahead and take the plunge and go all in. Amen. Listen, I grew up third generation church. I know my notes are different, but I'm going to go with it. I grew up third-generation church by the time I was seven years old I could marry you bury you baptize you a preacher under conviction because I'd seen it done so many times and you know what I was living off of my mom and dad's faith because I thought they had enough religion for everybody but not until 1985 in a barracks in San Antonio Texas where God came knocking and said I didn't call you for this it's time you have a personal relationship with me and it was at that time that I surrendered my life to the Lord and he became real to me and it just carried me all these years and it's still going strong right now there's something welled up inside of me today that says I'm on the winning side I've read the end of the book we're going to heaven the the devil's not going to get the best of us he's not going to take the best of us because Jesus Christ is all that we need listen go ahead and side with him he makes all the difference in the world we have the power of the indwelling Christ that makes all the difference in the world listen it's time church We can do all things through Christ. Statistically, I know what the Western cult, the church is like. He said in the last days, people would not endure sound doctrine. They'll be looking for seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. And we're seeing it all the time. But I'm telling you, there's a remnant of people that have not defiled their garments. They've not been staying with the gods of this world. They're still on fire for Jesus. And they're still shining the only hope in a darkened world. I'm telling you, you can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. And the last thing is this. Guys, come on back. Can I do all things in 2023? Yes. You can if you start today and don't look back. Start today and don't look back. You know what this principle is? It's the principle of personal choice. You can start today. No matter how bad 2022 was, how disappointing it may have been, you can start today and you can chart a brand new course. See, that's the thing I love about serving my Lord. (laughs) I can blow it yesterday and today I can come in and he says, come on, son, get get up. Come on, dust those those knees off. Come on, you can do this. You can do this. A good coach is one of those, when I play baseball, you know, you get out there and you, you, you strike out and you go back and your head's downcast and the coach comes over and he puts his arm around and says, okay, come on. You'll get them next time. You'll get, you'll get them next time. Just brush it off. Brush it off. You know, you think about, and I'm sorry to make reference to it, but you think about the kicker last night in the Ohio State game. Mr. Surefoot, Ben Surefoot, the whole season, and the play, the play that would have won the game, he shanks it left. Can you imagine what he feels like? But I saw the coach Comforting his kicker. See, you may have blown it big time in 2022. But Jesus is there saying, come on. Come on, you can do this. Remember what Jesus told Peter? He said, Peter, I've prayed for you. That your faith fail not. You and I have someone on our team. He's an intercessor. The Bible says he ever lives to make intercession for us. What does that mean? It means he's praying for you right now. He's praying for you in the midst of your chaos, in the midst of your valley, in the midst of that place that you can't do anything about. He's praying for you right now. But then we also have, he not only serves as our intercessor, he's our advocate. He's advocating on our behalf. The devil's up there saying, You see what Mike Mizell did? You see him, he had a bad attitude. He cut that person off in traffic. He fussed at them under his breath. Well, he was wrong right there. I don't ever fuss under my breath. It's always out of my breath. (laughs) I'm just just being honest. (laughs) I'm not bashful. I just need prayer. (laughs) How can can you call him to be a preacher when he thinks like that and says, you know what he does? He's like, yeah, Father, that's, that's Mike. He said, but you know, I... I've saved him, and he's still got some rough edges, and I know I've been working on him a long time. But you know what, Father? I've committed to keep working on him. And as long as he lets me, and as long as he remains pliable, he's an instrument in my hand. See, it, knowing that, we can make it. He's my intercessor, and he's my advocate this morning. The personal choices faced with the new year. My question to you is this. Are you going to move forward Are you going to keep living the past over and over and over? And your answer makes all the difference. See, some people today are going to say, I can't do that. What you need to say is, I won't do that. And that's your choice, too. So many people struggle with the present because they can't let go of the past. I just want to say, let it go. It's over, it's done, kaput, finished. It's not coming back. You couldn't go back and redo it even if you wanted to. There's a new day dawning in a new year. Can we really do all things? I know I've been saying this on the on the micro level, talking about each of us individually. What about the macro? What about us as a body? Can we do all things? Can we see these chairs filled? I want to say absolutely we can. Not wishful thinking. We've got to take that personal choice and we've got to start doing it. Listen, we can do all things through Christ if we follow these four principles did you notice that two of them depend on me and two of them depend on he right think about it does it depend on me yes does it depend on god yes think of it like this i can do all things through christ who strengthens me it begins with i ends with me and jesus christ is in the middle i can do all things through christ who strengthens me you can do it this year won't you stand with me this morning Listen, I read the end of the book. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and if you get depressed by the news and the pontificators pontificating about the demise of the church and the ineptness of the church, here's what I want to say turn that nonsense off. We are part of the victorious bride of Christ. We're not barely hanging on, and we're not going to barely make it. We're triumphant through Christ. Listen, that bad habit you have pardon my grammar, Sister Lafon—it <laughs> ain't a big deal with Him. Not a big deal. That rotten attitude. Not a big deal. Here's what I want to do this morning as they sing. Two things, two things. Isn't it always two things? (laughs) Two things I want to do. Number one, if you're here today and say, you know what, Pastor, today I want to start this year off by simply saying, God, here I am. Here I am. This year. This year I want to do all things that you've called me to do. I want to step in to what you've asked me to do. I want to get rid of the word can't and start saying I can. If that's you, in a moment, I'm going to ask you to join me down front, everybody that will come. If you need to line up and that's everybody, that's fine, just line up down the aisles. Just say, you know what, today I'm consecrating myself for the new year. The second thing is this, if you're here today and you need prayer for anything, I want you to join me right here on my left, your right, right here. Isaac, I want to pray for you as well. So when they sing, would you come this morning? If you want to take that step, say, you know what, today, today I'm ready. I'm, I'm all in. This is my year. Would you come? Go ahead.
1: Your blood is healing every wound. Your blood, making all things new. Your blood speaks a better word Your blood The measure of my worth Your blood Is more than I deserve Your blood Speaks a better word Speaks a better word It's shouting down the lines. It echoes through the night. The precious blood of Christ speaks a better word. Speaks a better word. Your blood. A robe of righteousness, your blood. Hope in my defense, your blood, forever covers me, forever covers me. It's singing out with light, it's shining down the line. it echoes through the night, the precious blood. Christ speaks a better word, speaks a better word, it's calling out my name, it's breaking every chain, it's making all things right, the precious blood of Christ speaks a better word, speaks a better word. It's rewriting my history. It covers me with destiny. It's making all things right. The precious blood of Christ. It's rewriting my history. It covers me with destiny. It's making all things right. The precious blood of Christ. It's rewriting my history. It. Comes Covers me with destiny It's making of me try the precious blood of
0: the Lord this morning. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, bless you, church. Listen, I I want to tell you this morning, some of you that are here right now, you're going to face some challenges in 2023. Again, I'm not here to just, just statistically we're going to hit some rough times. There's going to be some bumps in the road. But if you walk in that relationship with Him, he won't fail. He won't fail. Dream, big dreams, church, as we start this year. Some of you, God is calling into ministry to do to step up to do things that you've not done before. You know what? Don't sit there with every excuse, try to come up with every excuse of why you can't. Start looking for opportunities of why you can't. If God calls you to it, He'll enable you to do it now's the time the world is hurting the world needs the church to shine like never before and the only way the church will shine is with you and i as believers are near to him when we close to him we reflect his light into our dark world i love you with all of my heart i pray that 2023 if the lord tarries will be the best year that we've ever had in the history of this church There's enough potential right here, right now to alter the course of Johnson County and beyond. There's no ego in it. There's not a desire for notoriety or nobility or whatever. Fame, none of that. That he is made famous in Johnson County and throughout. So may your new year be the best year you've ever had in Christ. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we can do it. Lord, we step in right now. We're all in. Lord, we're not dabbling in it any longer. We're all in. We're not here for window dressing. Lord, we're here to commit, and we're committing now. So, Father, I pray a blessing upon every person here in this building and those that are online today. Lord, fill us to an overflowing with the abiding presence and power of the Holy Spirit. God, may we walk out of here empowered and emboldened to make a difference in a dark world. And Father, I pray every day let us walk with the awareness that we could be the answer to someone's prayer. Lord, may we walk out as ambassadors of Christ and may we accomplish what you have called us to accomplish. I bless each one now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we all said amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with us online. I'll see you next time. God bless you and I love you. Come on, church.
1: Hallelujah. It's rewriting my history. It covers me with destiny. It's making all things right, the precious blood of Christ. It's rewriting my history. It covers me with destiny